Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face. To helping you understand the issues going on in the world. To clear and understandable Bible teaching. All peppered with great Christian music. The latest news. And even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au Or download our free app. Taking a little time today to talk about the island nation of Vanuatu. And if you've ever visited Vanuatu, you'll know it's one of the more beautiful places in the world, but it is a developing nation. So as a first world nation, things are a little different to the way that you and I might live compared to how people in Vanuatu live their lives. Well, Richard Butler, who spent some years as a trade commissioner for Vanuatu, is operating a opportunity for first world investment into a developing nation which has benefits, and I guess you'd call it a win-win all round. A win for people who are in Vanuatu because there's employment, a win for investors who will receive a return on their investment. Richard Butler is a part of the South Pacific Plantations Management and he's joining us today. Hello, Richard. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much for uh, having us on the show. And it's great to talk to you. Well, Richard, always interested in these smaller island nations in the South Pacific because they are developing nations. They don't have a lot of industry. So when there's creative ideas that help to be a blessing to the people there, then it's interesting to talk about how does your proposition work when it comes to these issues of what's called cluster farming? Well, thanks for that question. Cluster farming is a more sophisticated way of, of investing and an ethical way of investing into a third world country. Um, as far as I know, we're the only um, um, corporation or company uh, at the present time doing it. Um, we were approved by the Vanuatu government under the Lands Department to put a strata title plan over the 2,000 <coughs> acre farm that we purchased and um, these one-acre blocks are actually purchased by the investors for 19950 and they have their own strata title, so they're transferred into the client's name, and the client can, um, or the investor can uh, resell it, leave it in a will, or basically have you know, friends and family go 50-50, or you know, three or four or five people can be on the title, they own it. And that basically costs 12950 of the 19950 that we sell them for, and with the other $7,000, what we do is we clear the land. That costs $1,000. We, we buy uh, the, the seed which for the red papaya plant or red pawpaw, which is a, a very, very well-known fruit and fast-growing fruit in these tropical climates. And we plant 400 um, trees on the actual land itself. Now, they take nine months to grow, so we look after the trees for nine months, and at the end of a 12-month period, we're getting the crop coming off the trees, and each one of these trees is called a hybrid, and uh, they are much stronger and more disease-resistant than the parents, and they produce a fabulous crop of 80 kilos, average of 80 kilos a season. Now, we then market and sell those at a wholesale price to the um, 
to the fruit and vegetable markets with uh, X farm gate of a dollar a kilo. And uh, we've got 400 trees producing up to 80 kilos a season. That racks up very quickly to 32,000 kilos a season uh, possible. I mean, obviously, it will be less. Uh, might even be more sometimes, but not by much. If we've sold at a dollar a kilo, then one-third of the profit goes back to the um, investor. One-third of the profit goes to our company, South Pacific Plantations Management Limited, which is what they call the share farmer. And one-third of the profit is used to run the farm, which covers the cost of, of employing the local people um, uh, working on the farm as basically farm labourers and also... Once we start taking the uh, fruit off the trees, we also have to have, um, you know, washing and grading and 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 and, and also uh, servicing for fruit fly fumigation, packing, and so it's an ongoing income that people would not have normally received, and this goes on year after year after year. So it's not something that runs out in three or five or ten years. It actually continues for as long as we wish it to continue until such time as. The investor can uh, wishes to sell his piece of property or leave it in a will to somebody else, one m- of m- the family members. So everybody, as you said before, has a win-win-win situation. The people on working on the farm, um, the people who are investing in the farm are protected by having an asset that's actually transferred in their name by the lawyer. And our company, is South Pacific Plantations, we also get a job out of it. So that's one of the reasons we're doing it as well. Tell us about the challenges that people in Vanuatu face and I guess it's common across a lot of these island nations where it's not so easy to find work and you have to be able to work with what you've got and when you're talking about that red papaya, uh, that's one of the products that really is a saleable, exportable product that uh, you can make a profit on Uh, but not easy to get work in a lot of areas in Vanuatu. Yeah, well, Vanuatu, you know, you know, it's not like Papua New Guinea where they have the mines. You know, we've got all the big, mi- all the big iron ore or gold mines up there. We don't have anything to dig out the ground. So, in Vanuatu, we got you know beautiful rainforest, just magnificent coastline. You mentioned that you went there on the cruise ships. We're getting a cruise ship arriving every day and a half now in 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 the islands, uh, and and that they're bringing a lot of money in tourism, but. We can't rely on tourism. We have to have agricultural working for us. So um, the challenges that the local people have is that Vanuatu's got about a population of 250,000 people spread over 83 islands. And the major islands is where the work is. So, you know, the young people are gravitating, as they do in, you know, all the big countries, uh, including America, Australia, China. They all sort of head towards a city looking for work. And if there's not enough work there for them, well, you know, idle hands. And so consequently, this agricultural concept that we have uh, will be supplying work to people who, who wouldn't be able to get work. And because Vanuatu is a third world country, which has also no income tax or corporate tax, death duties or land tax, purely and simply because, quite frankly, the people couldn't afford to pay it anyway, um, you know, the, they don't have enough funding for... There was no public schooling... There's no medical, there's no dole, there's, there's you know, there's no, super, there's no um, pension. So unless you go to work, you, you're not simply going to be able to uh, afford to pay the school fees for your children to go on to tertiary education. And I can tell you 
people I talked to out of 100 in Vanuatu, if I said, what's one of the major reasons why you want a job? And they will tell you, I want to pay the school fees for my son, my grandson, my brother's son, my nephew, my cousin, my niece, so they can go to school and and get educated so they can actually catch up with this modern world um, that Vanuatu is now bursting into. We've just recently had the South Pacific Communication Cable uh, that runs from America, scouts around Fiji down to Sydney at a cost of $48 million. It's been brought into Port Villa and to Vanuatu, and they now have 4G. So we've gone from people who, when I first went there in 2008, that, you know, very not very many had a phone. Now we've got uh, people walking around there, or the young people as well, with laptops and, and, and um, smartphones, and they're communicating. And so the whole world's changed enormously just purely and simply from that cable coming in. So education is one of the major beneficiaries from that cable because they will be broadcasting through uh, 4G into these outer islands for, you know, screen schooling in these these schools which virtually have almost hardly any um, public funds being provided to them because Vanuatu doesn't have it. So agriculture and tourism are the major... Um, income generators for for Vanuatu. Richard, we'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. Richard Butler is the project manager for South Pacific Plantations Management Limited. We're talking about cluster farming and the win-win-win idea of first world investors uh, receiving a return but also at the same time providing jobs, viable jobs for people in a developing country like Vanuatu. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. We're paying some attention to the island nation of Vanuatu and Richard Butler, our guest, he's project manager for the South Pacific Plantations Management Limited, a former trade commissioner for Vanuatu, started there as a property developer and was asked to become a trade commissioner and sets his sights on doing something that will be win-win-win, not only for workers in Vanuatu, but for investors coming from a first-world nation like Australia. And, of course, there's also a profit to be made, I guess, as far as the South Pacific Plantations Management Limited goes. Richard, we've been talking about cluster farming. I guess some people will be thinking, oh, this sounds like a great opportunity to get a hold of a block of land and we'll just shoo those people away from doing doing their farming and build a nice little house there and retire on a tropical island. Uh, that's not the way this thing works, though, is it? That's right. And this, this strata title is actually an agricultural strata title lease, so people cannot build a house or have a shed, and the whole concept is this farm that we've subdivided up, um, which was 2,000 acres, we have an approval for 1,960 farmlets. So we'll do about 700 farmlets for Paw Paw and then we'll diversify into things like coffee and, um, and cocoa for chocolate and eggplant and uh, Tahitian limes. So it really will become, we hope, it really will become a Garden of Eden and a profitable Garden of Eden for everybody involved in it, including, the, as you say, the investors, our, our company, um, and also, of course, uh, for, the, uh, for the people of Vanuatu as well. And we hope to see it duplicated as time goes on. But, you know, when you're talking about 
um, you know, people looking to invest to come and live over there. Um, we we also have a resort development which we're advertising on Vision at the moment, which is called Pacific Haven Resort, and I'm also the project manager on that. And uh, these are for one-bedroom bungalows on the waterfront on the main island of Afate. Uh, and on Afate, we have um, uh, the major international airport, and we're only 15 to 20 minutes drive away from the from from the airport, and it's 15 minutes drive away from the town. And these one-bedroom bungalows are 275,000. Um, they come with their own block of land, um, and these are leased out in, into the holiday, into the tourism market. Uh, our company, Pacific Haven Resort, on this particular project, uh, guarantees a 7% return, and uh, we do a enter a lease back for 10 by 10 years. Um, and the owners can come and use the, the resort bungalow for four weeks a year at absolutely no cost. And for the rest of the 11 months, we rent it on their behalf so they're getting a good return back. They come fully furnished and complemented by a restaurant, um, a 22-metre lap pool, uh, international spa company is coming in and also a scuba diving academy. There's a quite a famous a scuba diving company in Australia called ProDive that's been around for 40 years and we've had negotiations and agreements with them to put a fully-fledged divers academy right on the side of the coastline and be able to teach people how to dive. And so it's going to be a very pleasant little part of, uh, of Vanuatu. That's my dog barking in the background <laughs> there. I'm sorry. That's but all right. He's doing my security. <laughs> I think uh, people listening to our conversation might be impressed with some levels of creativity that help to see some levels of advancement in a developing country, and particularly since... Our heartstrings were all tugged at during Tropical Cyclone Pam and knowing the devastation that was uh, wrought across Vanuatu. Uh, And I know you've been there longer than Tropical Cyclone Pam, but there is a sense, isn't there, that uh, the urgency for support for people in Vanuatu is always there. Yes. Well, the thing thing is that... um the thing is that you know Cyclone Pam was a you know was the largest cyclone to uh, come through the Pacific ever. You know it was like a, a cyclone six, and unfortunately, it came down and clipped its way through 22 of the 83 islands and um, did uh, hit, hit Port Villa head on. And uh, you know there was a you know a, a lot of damage done, uh, but a very very small um, minimum amount of loss of life. Only 11 people lost their lives. If that cyclone had hit um, um, you know Sydney or Brisbane or other parts of the Australian coastline, it would have been absolutely amazing. That uh, you know the loss of life that it prepared. But they were quite prepared and they tracked it. They knew for a week before it was coming. But after the cyclone had left, it, it, it left a lot of people without housing. And, uh, you know, there was a, a tremendous amount of, um, you know, sort of out, outlaying of, of help from all around the world. And uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, you know, my uh, shareholders and uh, clients, we raised $137,000 within the first week. And we sent over two containers full of household um, Goods like knives and plates and um, uh, shirts and uh, men lady shirts and torches and we sent over two containers. We filled them up in just two weeks. Uh, but it was many many people that helped them. And Vanuatu does need ongoing ongoing help, and that's why these agricultural and resort developments, um, you know, provide work, 
uh, provide um, education, provide um, or provide funds for the for the staff to be able to pay for the education of their children. So, um, but you know, these cyclones and these weather patterns, they're right throughout the world. I mean. Uh, Vanuatu has already recovered. Unbelievable. Um, you know, places like um, New Orleans, where they had the big cyclone Katrina over there. Um, Vanuatu was almost back to the same visitor numbers that it had before the cyclone hit, and that's just 10 months ago. Um, but, you know, we are building much stronger buildings over there, and we're, the, the, the government is trying uh, to incorporate... Uh, or, part of the World Bank and Asian Bank and all these people that are coming in to assist the Vanuatu people with trying to um, encourage better building uh, designs. But the problem has, if you haven't got the money, you can't build a better design house. Well, we've been hearing about cluster farming and also about a Pacific Haven resort, a scuba diving resort on Vanuatu, and uh, all in the context of ethical investing. And you might like to be in touch with Richard Butler if you're interested in taking this further, South Pacific Plantations Management Limited, and the telephone number contact is the one that's been promoted here on Vision. Here's the telephone number for you once again if you want to write this down. It's 02-9214-6777. That's 02-9214-6777. Richard Butler is the guy you'll talk to when you call that number, Project Manager for the South Pacific Plantations Management Limited. Richard, uh, thanks very much for sharing these things with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been been fun to be able to talk to you and uh, let people know about what, we're, what what's happening in Vanuatu. And uh, if anybody's listening that does want to have a holiday, please, it's a beautiful place and they're very, very friendly people. They're very humble and very, very friendly people. And, uh, you know, the only thing you need in Vanuatu to open up the doors is a smile because they'll smile back at you if you smile at them. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.